James chapter 2, verse 14 to 24. I'm reading from the ESV version. The word of the Lord says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness, and he was called a friend of God. Verse 24. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. Beloved, look to your brother or sister. Say, neighbor. Neighbor. Oh, neighbor. neighbor. What works have you done lately? You You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. First here today. Thank you so much, all of you, for the testimonies that you had given earlier. And this verse comes to mind today more than many things. December 8th, I went to go visit my aunt. She's a really good family friend. And unfortunately, I went to go visit her in the hospital. And she was on her sick bed. She had been battling with bone cancer for quite some time. And that's one of the really difficult ones to deal with. And I'd met with her several times throughout the year, and December 8th was one of the times that I saw her. She was on her sickbed, and she looked at me, confidence in her eyes, and she had a smile on her beautiful face. And she said to me in our native tongue, in our native language, she said, God is alive. She said, And that moment right there, that very brief moment in my life was called faith personified. I grieve today, but I also have joy. Joy to know that she is in a better place as I speak. And that God has called her home the day after Christmas. After quite a long battle. But what I want to focus on here today is the life that we live while we're here on this earth. 
the very brief amount of time that we have here, what will we do? What will you do? How will you be remembered and what will people say about you and what you did in the year 2019? Will you be remembered as the person I just talked all the time? Or will you be remembered as the person who made a difference in the lives of their friends and family? If you say you believe in Christ, what have you done to show? Simply to say that I have faith and I believe in Jesus means absolutely nothing. For as James teaches us here that your faith is dead. Works is an expression of the faith that we have in Christ. Works is not a way to get anything from God or to become like Christ. We perform works because we're so overjoyed and so overbound with just love that God has shown us. And this woman exemplified that throughout her life. There was a point in time where we sold food. If, I don't know if you guys know, we used to have some cuckoo and all of that stuff here. And we used to come here quite often as that being one of the purposes. She was a woman who was very, very helpful to us. She would come to my house and she would grab some of the cocoa, she would take some of the food every Sunday without fail. And she would take it to her church and she'd sell some for us. And every dollar that she would get from it, she'd bring it all to us, there was never a charge. Uh, this is a woman who loved God and displayed that by her works. That her faith was personified. I learned two things from her that I want you guys to take away from today. Is that even when you're going through the most difficult time in your life, when your strength is weak, and your heart may potentially even fail you. Say to yourself that God is alive. Amen? Say to yourself that God is alive because He truly is. Looking at her and what she was going through and how my issue was so insignificant compared to her, and it paled in comparison to hers, really made me look and, and reflect on life and think, man, this light momentary affliction can't compare to what God has for us in the future. She is now with the Lord and I'm so happy for her. Obviously sad that we don't have her. And I'm sure some of you may be able to relate to this. But the one thing that I know we can all relate to is that if we say that we are followers of Jesus Christ, how have we lived that out in the year 2019? If you haven't, how will you live it out in the year 2020? Beloved, you can do so many great things for God's kingdom and God wants to use you the same way He used my mom to do so. He can use you too. 
And I learned another thing from her. The second thing that I learned, and I'll, and I'll leave you guys with that. I said, today's very short. We're only nine minutes in. I learned another thing, which was that I learned what love actually looks like and how amazing it can truly be when performed in the right way. She leaves behind a husband and three children. And during the time when she was still ill from January all the way into the end of the year, from January all the way to the end of the year, her husband would continue caring for her, taking her to her appointments. And every time I would go there to visit, to pray with them, to be with them, to just console them, he would always be there feeding her. The last one I saw her at the hospital, I saw him with jello in hand, the food that they would give them at the hospital, and he would push her chair up, her, her bed up, and then feed her and beg her, implore her to just eat a little bit, to just eat a little bit of jello. Now that is love. Sacrifice. That this man was, gonna get no, was getting nothing back from his wife. Not a single thing. All the things that you desire from a spouse someday for them to be able to do with you and to be able to do for you. She no longer got that. He no longer got that. But he was still a loving husband and a loving father to their children. So I learned that love is hard. But love is beautiful under the arms of the Lord. Amen? So I want you guys to take those two things away. What works have you done? If you proclaim that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, what have you done? What will you do? What will you continue to do in the year 2020? To show that. If we say that we are the believers that we are, what will we do? Jesus has called you to do so many things in your own little way. And I know many of you guys will think that, man, I'm just a kid. I'm, I'm so insignificant. What, what contribution can I make? I want you to know that no contribution that you make is insignificant. At every moment in your life, God can use you. Not just when you wait till, you don't have to wait till you're in college or wait till you've graduated or you're living life to make a huge impact in your own way. Ask the Lord, spend time with Jesus and say, Jesus, how do you want to use me going into the year 2020? What are the things that I can do to show off your glory to my friends and family around me? My mom showed off her glory, showed off the glory of God in the way that she served us and touched our hearts so much that I'm now here sharing her story with you today. That is faith personified. And the second part that we talked about was to take away love and what true love looks like. It isn't what we see in the fancy movies and TV, that's romance. Which those things are important as well. But I want you to see that the core thing at the key, at the bottom of everything at all, that is sacrifice to lay down your life for a brother or your sister. 
What greater love is man than this than to lay down his life for his friend? Jesus did that for us on the cross. Before he went to the cross, he showed us all the things that we can do, all the things that we ought to do to believe. Christ did that for you and me. If Christ had not shown that, where would we be today? We were lost, but he found us through his joy. So I want to encourage you going into 2020, brothers and sisters. Let that love reign through your soul. Let it abound and let it go throughout the entire world. I thank you guys so much for your time. And I hope that you've taken something out of this today that will be useful to you throughout your entire life and make you have a good mindset going into the new year of that I am significant and the difference that I make is important. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you so much for just your time, for just being with us in this place, Lord, for allowing us to be able to just share your word. God, help us to be able to listen to you when you call. Help us to be able to follow what you set out for us in our lives. Jesus, I thank you and I love you so much. I pray that all ears and hearts heard this message today, that they may be transformed and renewed in their thinking, to not think of themselves, but to think of others and to have their focus fixated on you, Jesus, and to go wherever, do whatever that you ask in the year 2020. I'll be thanking you and we love you. In Jesus' mighty name we do pray. Amen.